Confessions of a Crappy Christian is powered by the Converge Podcast Network. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Confessions of a Crappy Christian podcast. I'm your host and resident crappy Christian, Blake Guiche, and I'm so pumped to be bringing you season two of this show, packed full of more people telling incredible stories of who God is and what he's done. Today we're chatting with Kate Crocco. Kate is a psychotherapist, confidence and mindset coach, and a writer who mentors female leaders around the globe. Her first book, Thinking Like a Boss, released in February of 2020, and today we're talking about navigating the world of uncertainty, how to believe in yourself and your God-given talents, and how to show up even when you're unsure. Today's show is sponsored by Denison Ministries and their first 15 daily devotional. For more information, visit first15.com. Now, on to today's show. Kate, hey, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Hey, thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited. So you are a podcaster in your own right. You're an author. You are a, a licensed social worker. You are, I mean, you're a coach. You do all of, all of the things. So rather than me fumbling through your intro, why don't you tell everyone about yourself? Oh, man. Okay. First, I'm a mama. I always start with the mama to two beautiful little girls, Annabelle, who just turned three. Three mm. is hard. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> three is hard. She just turned three a few weeks ago. And then Charlie is 18 months. So, oh, wow. Yeah, I'm home with them. And um, I'm still trying to do all the things. I just got off a therapy call with a client. Um, I have my coaching clients. I am publishing my next book in October and yeah, just, I just keep saying to my husband, we're living the dream right now. Right. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Trying to just trying to make it work with the kids home. Cause I live in New York, so we're still on lockdown here and we've been on lockdown since second week of March. Mm -hmm. So it's, I'm just going to keep it real. It's been tough. Uh, I mean, yeah, we, we were talking before we started recording, we're start starting to open up a little bit, but like I'm leaving my house today for one of the first times since the second week of March. So it's bananas. It's such a weird, weird world we're living in right now. But yes, you are, we are also like the, it's like the world stopped, but it also has kept going. So we have to keep doing the things. And so which is perfect because today we're talking about navigating uncertainty, which the reality is, is everyone at some point has been uncertain, whether it's in your life, your relationships, your work. What the heck am I doing with my life? Like everybody faces uncertainty in some capacity. And but I think the interesting thing is that you don't hear a ton of dialogue about it. Like we're not super comfortable talking about being uncertain about the next step or or whatever it is. And so I'm really looking forward to unpacking that with you. So tell us a little bit about your kind of your experiences with uncertainty and how that got you here to where you help women through it. Yeah. So back in the day, um, 
my entire life, I struggled with an eating disorder. So I was always uncertain about everything, like my next steps, my relationships, the way that I felt about myself. And when I was in grad school to be a licensed clinical social worker, I um, finally realized that I had a problem. And I went and got help and started seeing a therapist. And I was really, um, I think it was because of prayer and because of my relationship with God that I was able to get through it so quickly. Mm. Um, cause for some people it takes a while and it was probably about six months or so that like, I literally felt like I was a different person. Like my life was mm. completely back to where I wanted it to be. And I knew that if I could get through that and if I could start to find some confidence and create a life that felt beautiful, felt like it was worth living, felt fulfilling, um, that I would ha- I would want to go and help other people. And I actually had said this prayer back then, and it was in my book, but we ended up cutting it out um, because my book went from a Christian book to a general market book. We changed it like in between. Mm-hmm. Um, But I said, like, God, if you will save me from this eating disorder, I promise I will use this story somehow. And at that time, I didn't know how I would be able to use it because being a therapist, you're not supposed to share about your problems. Like, Mm -hmm. you got to keep that wall up. But through time and just going, again, through my own stuff, like uncertainties with taking that next step in my career and then uncertainties with, do I start a business and how do I start it? And then do I pivot in business? I've been able to see, like, I just have to be open and honest. I got to share all this with everyone. Mm -hmm. I love Um, that. And it's such a, like, what the enemy meant for harm. Yeah. God used for good. And I've had so many people on the show and just so many conversations, even with just friends of people who struggled with eating disorders. And that got, it was like the rubble that God used to build these ministries on top of. And every single time, it's just so cool to me that these things that are, that the enemy is trying to wreck you with, you turn around and are like, I'm going to impact lives. Yeah. I think sometimes that number one thing that's like your insecurity Mm. is the thing that can be like your biggest asset. Even today, like I feel at times like the enemy literally is like stealing my voice from me. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, and it's, we, it's something about meeting people in the uncertainty, right? Like it's okay to be uncertain. It's okay to not have all of the answers. And, And rather than rushing through that feeling like let's feel it for a second let's feel uncertain let's ask questions let's let God and other wise people help us walk through it right and and that I'm sure that to a degree that was some of your experience with your eating disorder was this is hard and this is scary but there are some things that you just have to let yourself feel and experience to move forward yeah Yeah. And I think there's another part of uncertainty that we don't always look at, but I think that there's so much beauty in it. Mm -hmm. Like just like just sitting there and wondering like that. 
I don't know, like what's coming next. Yeah. Like, it doesn't always have to be scary and yeah. hard. I mean, it can be. There are absolutely situations where it is implicitly <laughs> scary and hard. But it can also just be really cool. Yeah. I'm actually, it's hard in some ways right now. But also I'm like, God, like I'm so uncertain of what my future is and what mm-hmm. it holds. But I'm also like sitting here and waiting and excited for whatever that is. Yeah. Absolutely. And I know one of the things that you're really passionate about is helping women confidently show up, right? I think that's kind of one of those little like life tagline things, which I have many of, which we are all about here. Show like show up, show up confident, but also show up, just just show up, right? Like there's a degree of you just have to show up. So what are what are some of the ways that you do that, that you help women show up confidently? Yeah, I think it's just asking yourself, like, who are you? And like, what's underneath all of those layers of insecurities and doubts? And what are people going to think of me? Mm. Just show up as yourself. Because if you're trying to be everyone else, you're just going to be boring vanilla. Yeah. And (laughs) I also, there's like that quote, um, I think it was Marie Forleo who says it. Like when you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. Mm. And that's what I love the most about you is how how unapologetic you are. <laughs> like yeah. you just say what you believe, and I'm like, oh, I love that about you. Yeah, and that's that is definitely not talking to everyone. Which yeah. it's funny. I was just having a conversation with a friend that's in the social media world the other day, and she was saying she's struggling with that very thing. She's like, I'm casting too wide of a net. I'm trying to talk to everyone and so I'm exhausted and I'm not reaching my people and that brings me back to what you said about if you're if you're trying to be like everyone else then you're just kind of vanilla. One of the things that I've been thinking about a lot lately is you're also robbing the world of what you have to offer. When you're trying to be this like culmination of all these other people or just a carbon copy of someone else, like you God created you this certain way and you're robbing the world of that that's so beautiful yeah it just makes me sad and so I love that there's some like there are people out there who are like no show up as you show up with your gifts show up with your crap let's pull back what's going on yeah yeah so you do that through I know you do your you do counseling but you also do coaching yeah yeah I work with female business owners so so many of the women I work with, they're like, I have this gift to give the world, whether it's writing or maybe it's coaching or maybe they're a virtual assistant or a yoga teacher. And I don't know how to share it with the world. I'm scared. I'm afraid of what everyone's going to say. I'm afraid of showing up and selling and mm-hmm. feeling salesy. And the first thing I always say is if you're feeling that way, you're most likely not that person. Yes. Right? Yes. Uh, the people that are asking the question, yeah. oh, is this gross? Is this salesy? They're never the ones that are salesy. Ever. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I would say it's like someone like Kanye West who like is like, I'm everything. Like, I'm great. I'm God's gift to earth. Right. Yeah. People, yes, 100%. I love that. And so I love that you're doing that kind of on some different, avenues that you're 
you're just meeting women where they are and helping them show up. You're listening to the Converge Podcast Network. And now a message from a network supporter. Okay, ladies, let's get real. The cleaning and personal care products you're using are most likely chock full of cheap synthetic fillers. Simply, that means they jack up your hormones. They're harmful to you, to your family, and even to your pets. Therapeutic essential oils are fantastic for balancing your hormones and emotions naturally. So head over to marieinmontana.com for tons of information on how to be the gatekeeper of your home and your health, and use the code CRAPPYCHRISTIANFREE for a free diffuser when you purchase. marieinmontana.com So I think this is an interesting question and an, an interesting angle to take in the confidence conversation, but how do you balance confidence not turning into pride? Yeah, so I think it's really important that we are careful who we surround ourselves with. Mm -hmm. Um, Because especially I think being in like the online world with social media, it can be easy to see, especially I think of like as a business owner, people talking about um, their accolades and like what they've accomplished. And I think that it becomes almost like a marketing tactic. Mm -hmm. And I think it's important that you do share your accomplishments. Like I think you need to celebrate those with others, but I think that it's like, especially in the business world, like finding that fine line of like telling it to inspire or using it to sell. Yes. And I know you probably understand that as a business owner. Yeah. And I think that, the, yeah, it, there's a balance between, I I don't think that God wants us to never talk about the things that we've done well or what we've achieved. I don't think that that is, I don't think that's humility. You know, humility is being able to say, these are the things that I have done and I achieved because of Christ in me, right? And because God goes before me. I think I think kind of what you're saying, I think a lot of the time it drills down to identity. Mm. Are you identifying yourself as this number, like I'm the number one in this and I do this and I've done this and I've sold that? Or are those just things that you have done? Mm -hmm. I think that that can be a lot of the line between pride and confidence. You can be confident because you know, like... And I think, I feel like you put this off really well. Like, you can know that you're good at what you do and not be prideful. Yes. And that's kind of the sweet spot. Yeah. So there's this little quote that a friend once said to me, and it was, confidence is quiet and insecurity is loud. Mm, That's so good. It's always spoken to me, and I'm like... That's exactly what it is, is you don't feel like you have to yell it out. Yes. Yes. I love that. That is such a good way to look at it. it that the most, com- the most confident and accomplished women that I know, I know what they have accomplished, but it's not because they yelled it at me. Yeah. It's because I watched them do it or it's a byline on their website to note that this is these are the things that they've accomplished. I love that. I love that about confidence is quiet and insecurity is loud. Which kind of ties into the conversation we were having before about the salesy people, right? 
the yeah. the people the people who are oh am I being salesy? They're never the ones that are super loud and like having to just constantly be doing that kind of thing. Yeah, no, they're the ones who are just standing there and they're like, I'm afraid to give this. I'm afraid to sell it. Yes. And I always say sell, sell your brownies, give your brownies away. It's something I talk about in the book. Like when you have something really great to give, think of it as something like a dessert that you love, like brownies mm-hmm. or cookies. And if you had, let's just say you went to like a football game, it's in the fall here in New York, it's nice and cool. And you have this like warm tin of brownies would you just and you're sitting there alone at the football game would you just eat them all yourself or would you maybe ask the people next to you or above you or below you would you like one Mm. some people don't like chocolate some people don't like brownies and again you're not going to be for everyone the brownie is not for everyone Mm. and the other pieces that these people are probably not going to just turn around and say Hey, like you're a stranger. Can I have one of your brownies? You have yeah. to put that invitation out there. I love well, and that's I mean, that I feel like there are people in my sphere on the internet that don't know I have a podcast. And it, and I talk about it all the time. But it's you have you have to put it out there. I probably don't talk about it quite enough, like on my personal yeah. page, out of like a fear of stealing seeming like markety and like salesy and all of that kind of stuff and so I feel like there are people whose pages I stumble upon and I'm like wait you do what you make what why did I not know that and it's because they don't talk about it because they because of all the things we're talking about yeah so what is the number one thing you would want all women to know about this about showing up and Selling your brownies and all of those kinds of things. If you got the opportunity to like take a megaphone to the universe, what would you want to say? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I would say just start imperfectly. Like mm. if you're not starting, you're already, I hate to say the word failing, but I was just having this conversation with my therapy client because he's like, I want to do all of these things, but... I'm afraid of failing. Mm. But on the flip side, if I just stay where I am, I'm already failing because I'm not even trying. Yeah. So just go out there, fall, fall hard, because that's how you get ahead. Amen. I love that. My favorite quote or speech of all time is The Man in the Arena by Teddy Roosevelt. It's my favorite. We have that thing. hanging in our house. We do too. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love that. And so, yeah, like the credit goes to the man in the arena whose face is marred with sweat and blood. Like they got out there and they did it. They may have gotten the crap beaten out of them, but they kept getting up and they showed up. And I, I think there's a quote that I remember seeing that's like, I want to skid into the grave. With all, like, max, having maxed out all of the giftings God has given me. You know, I don't want to protect them and hoard them and and not use them out of fear. I just want to, like, for the kingdom, put it out there and do what I can. And, And that looks totally different for different people, right? Showing up in the arena 
and and being marred with sweat and blood does not always look like being loud and having a big voice or even making a bunch of money or having a bunch of followers. Sometimes it looks like loving your people well and serving well and using the gifts that God has given you that may not be as I'm using very hard air quotes here like shiny and showable right that's just as important oh yeah yeah all those little things that we do when no one's watching yes that those things are what help the world go around and if we start Saying that only the big things are important, I think the wheels are going to come off. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, I would say just, you know, if you want to be a speaker, like speak to the one follower that you have right now. Speak Mm -hmm. to the children that you have in front of you right now. If you want to coach, do the same thing. Whatever it is you want to do. If you want to write, like just write that first blog post. You have to start somewhere. And if you're touching one person, that's huge. That's mm-hmm. all you need to do. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like thousands of followers or thousands of downloads. Yeah. No, I completely agree. And we talk about that a lot here about, you know, the idea of we've made the spotlight something that it's really not. Yeah. <laughs> and that the rest of it is just as if not more important. And so I love that you, we can encourage people to show up in all of those things. So we close every episode with rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. What is your Enneagram type? I'm a three. I don't know. So I don't know a lot about the Enneagram. I don't yeah. know what my, I think maybe my wing was a two. Okay. But I know that I'm a definite three. Yeah. And I have to be very, very careful with, like, workaholism. Mm, I get that. I'm an eight, so I do as okay. well have to, have to tame the beast for sure. What is your coffee order or how do you take your coffee? Tiny pinch of sugar, but I like really strong coffee mm-hmm. and a lot of half and half. Yes. Like very, very light. <laughs> it's also that. better for your teeth. The dentist told me that. Yeah. <laughs> like whatever color you drink your coffee, that's what it's going to stain your teeth. Heck yeah. It feels like a great excuse for when people give you crap for drinking lightened Extra coffee. Cream. I love, yeah. I love, I, we call it coffee milk. And <laughs> I have no shame. <laughs> the last one is if you had any superpower, what would it be? I think I would take like all the money in the world to like give away because I really think that money can make things so much better. Yeah. And that's, that's like the one thing that I sometimes stay up at night thinking about is like, how can I make more money someday to make a bigger impact on people who like really, really need help? Yeah. Like how can I create, um, like an eating disorder treatment facility or, um, you know, I just have, like I used to back in the day, I was like, I want to have a dog shelter. Like I want to be able to take lots of dogs in. Like the more money, the more good you can do in the world. Maybe you need like a Midas touch kind of thing. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe that would be it. (laughs) I'll take anything. I love it. Kate, thank you so much for taking the time to share your heart and your wisdom. 
tell people where they can find and follow along with you. Yeah. So I love hanging out on Instagram. Just my name, Kate Croco. Um, my website is katecroco.com and I have a podcast called Thinking Like a Boss and I do little quick like 20 minute teaching episodes. I love that. And we'll link to all of that in your show description so that people can find you. Kate, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. All right. That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Crappy Christian Podcast. And hey, by the way, if you super loved it, can you go leave a five-star review wherever you're listening? That'd be awesome. All right. See you next week. This show is part of the Converge Podcast Network.